Bad in a Podcast, sponsored by Flyro. Podcast, what is going on? Look quickly before we start this piece of audio gold. I quickly want to tell you about Garden Club, GDN Club. It's available right now. As part of membership, you'll get a weekend breakfast podcast inspiring you while you eat your cornflakes to get outside into the garden. You'll also get a monthly behind-the-scenes video with a make-to-create gardening idea to do with the family you'll get the digital version and the audio version of the how to get kids gardening book you'll get a private and exclusive community area which means that you can share ideas with other members of the club and instant access to me which means you'll be able to message me and i will instantly get back to you answering your questions it's all available right now for 39.99 a year which is about three pound 30 a month which i don't think is too bad all of this supports getting kids into gardening and supports the podcast too plus if you are a school and a teacher that means you get it for free so there's access to absolutely everything from garden club free for teachers if it sounds like something you'd like to be part of or want to find out more hit up skinnygenegardener.co.uk forward slash gdn now let's get on with the podcast Here's a man who knows how to use the phone. It's a uh, Mr. Richard Suggers is in my f- phone for some reason. Oh. <laughs> how you doing? How you doing, man? What's going down? Yeah. All good, all good here, man. Great to see Dale on the show tonight. It's good, isn't he? He's uh, a yeah. nice chat to him. It's always it was always easy, mate. Yeah, well, it's, it's nice to see him as well and, and remind us of where you started from. Yeah, he's looking healthier than me, isn't he? I've, I thought that during the uh, the show. I thought I must have a, a shave and um, <laughs> and uh, sort myself out next time he comes on the stream. I did wonder if you put on some makeup at one point. <laughs> yeah, I should, should have. <laughs> uh, what's your thoughts, man? What's going on? Um, well, it was the self sufficiency thing. It's a subject I absolutely love discussing. Oh yeah. And um, I, I came on the conclusion a few years ago that self-sufficiency, as we think of it, is not really possible this day and age. There's too many things that need cash. Mm. However, if we we are working, and I'm going to use you as an example, you, are, you work for yourself, you're self-employed, you're effectively a self-sufficient person. Um, you rely on other people for your cash to come in, but it's you that is doing the work. I suppose, yeah, in that sense, yeah, I suppose, yeah, I hear you. Um, and I, when I when I looked, because I've always, I, I don't know if you remember the TV show, The Good Life. Yes, um, I do remember it. Yeah. Maybe we'll watch it. Yeah, <laughs> so it's they repeat it. One of the channels at the moment, I absolutely love it, and uh, I quite often watch it. And I just kind of think the way they they went about it, where they turned the garden into a farm and gave up the, every, everything they didn't, you know, they powered their own electricity and everything else like that, but they went straight in to do that. Yeah. 
Whereas I've always said, if you're going to go down a self-sufficient route, you just start slowly or do what you can and then gradually wean yourself off things like electricity and phone and build yourself up in other ways once you've got replacements. That, what, you mean just don't go all in? Don't go all in, yeah. Mm. Do you think you could do it? I think I could. The biggest problem that I would have is the mortgage on the house. Mm. Um, Unless I just become, you know, the wife goes to work and I stay at home to do all the work. Yeah, you you personally are self-sufficient. The rest of the household, not so. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Uh. But but certainly, I, I think growing your own food, it's possible to be about 80% self-sufficient. Do you reckon that much? I reckon that much. If you really wanted to be, and what I mean by that, let's say you were just growing vegetables, but you wanted to be self-sufficient, you could give up growing meat, or give up eating meat, sorry, and just live off your vegetables. So therefore, I think it's perfectly feasible to be up to 80%. Now, if you want, if you do like your meat, if, like myself, I do like meat, yeah. you could, things like quail, which I grow in my garden, rabbit, they're fairly easy in the back garden. But then you get into things, chickens, not really worth it in the back garden of my, my garden, of my size. If you've got a really big garden with no neighbours and it's possible to breed chickens, which makes it worthwhile. I suppose. It's a lot of veg. Um, if you, depending on how many of you are, say, if, say if you're a family of four, yeah, it's a lot of veg you need to grow. Oh, you have to turn your entire garden over to it, depending on the size of your garden. Hmm. Um, Let's say the average size garden. I don't know what that is anymore, to be honest with you. No. Let's call it the average size. Let's say your size garden. Yeah, okay. Then I would say if you turned everything over to vegetable and fruit production and herbs, it's possible but you've got to work it all the time. And you've also got to know how to store the food through the winter months. Yeah, that is um, uh, that is a bit of a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I've got to say, it's one of my favourite subjects, though. It's, it's something I can really get sink my teeth into because I love the whole idea. I think it's, I think it's, the be- it's a beautiful dream, isn't it? Do you think maybe yeah. in the like this didn't used to be such an issue? This used to say oh, I could be self sufficient back in the day. I don't know. Some people might correct me, but it seemed like a, a simpler time where you, that is possible. Do you think it's diff- more difficult now? I think I think it is more difficult now because back in the day, it was harder for the government to track your finances for you to pay ca- uh, tax. Right. Uh, whereas now, if you're not paying tax, they know you're not paying tax, and they'll chase you down and say, "Why aren't you?" Yeah, saying you live, saying you live self-sufficiently, may not wash. Um, and then <laughs> there's then there's things like electric, which I think we have grown so used to having in our lives. Yeah, we we could generate it using solar powers, but then you got to pay for the solar panels or wind power, but you got to pay for those up front. Um, gas for cooking that needs pump pump to your house uh, internet and phone 
all those sort of things that we take for granted, but they are recent inventions to have in a household, yeah. which have benefited the home. Which we slightly just more reliant on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we go back 50 years ago. It probably wasn't so reliant. The only thing out of that was probably electric and water we would have been more reliant on. Let me just interrupt this podcast by saying that this podcast is sponsored by Flymo. Yes, Flymo. If, like me, you've had that final cut of the lawn and the lawnmower is stored away in the shed, that doesn't mean that gardening stops. And that also doesn't mean that Flymo don't have some amazing products to help you out throughout the winter. One thing that I absolutely love is the Sealink 20 volt Combi Pack 3 in 1. It's an interchangeable, lightweight, and easy to use 3 in 1 gardening tool. You've got a grass trimmer, a hedge trimmer, and a blower, which, especially at this time of year when I've got loads of leaves in the garden, is absolutely perfect for me. You know me, I absolutely love Flymo. They're an affordable and quality tool, which, when they're cordless like this, makes it so much easier just to get out of the shed and just get out there and get gardening. If you head over to flymo.com right now, it's free delivery on all orders over 45 quid. And so if you want to continue your garden adventure throughout winter, that is the place to head to. Right, let's continue the podcast. That's a good point. It's a good point. And even like if you are have a hot, imagine the amount of water that you'd use trying especially yeah. the summers that we now have. I think yeah. in the UK at least, uh even just to, even if we look back maybe ten years ago, our summers were not quite as intense as they are now. Yeah. Uh, I mean I think there was a bad one in the seventies, a bad summer when it was incredibly hot oh we remember that one we do remember yeah we get the odd we we get the odd summer where it will be incredibly hot and I I don't know uh, I think it's a given now Rich I think the summers we've had in the recent I mean it's a hard one because I've I've heard on the the news that next summer's going to be a lot cooler because of a change in El Nardio or something Camina um, in the Atlantic Ocean, which uh, affects our summers. Nah, you know, Narnia is not a real place. No, I know it's a it's a weird phenomenon. You got El Nino, which is what we've had for the last seven years, and then you get something like El Nino, which you have for the next seven years. What is it like a weather pattern or something? It's a weather pattern, something like that. Yeah. Well, I've never heard of it, but I'm going to have a look into <laughs> that. That's very interesting. Yeah. No, so we could possibly, I mean, we've, uh, we started uh, in September when we started this show. We talked a lot about how to look after and water your garden. But it's possible. We might not have to worry, uh, according to Richard Suggett. <laughs> I wouldn't say that as, as gospel. It's only what I've been reading up on. Um, and, and yeah, yeah, what I've um, learned. I mean, I remember we've had what consumers we've had pretty crap summers. I remember there was one summer, 2007 I think it was, yeah. it rained the whole summer. Did it? <laughs> I can't <remember>. Yeah. <laughs> Those, uh, I feel like, quite a long long time ago now that we had a summer like that. Yeah. 
I remember my mum always used to say, oh, we've had an awful summer. What an old, you don't even feel like you've had a summer, do you? Now, yeah. now all I hear is, oh, it's been a hot one. Yeah. It's not, it's, yeah. Oh, we've had, we've had a hot summer. Yeah. I mean, climate change has a lot to answer for for that as well. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's like a problem as we've, we've touched on a few times on this show, but um, yeah. <laughs> Mark says yeah. in the comments, Rich, uh, back in the yeah. day, gardens were so much bigger, uh, so there was more space. Minister Lovell in Oxfordshire has a 1970s extension to the town where they had properties with an acre each on every plot. It was a local council oh. experiment into if some sort of self-sufficiency could work. They're all now posh houses. Well, I never knew, I've never heard of that, but I certainly agree. The older houses, this one, we bought a, a house that was built in 1938 because it had a big or a reasonable sized garden. Right. The newer builds that are postage stamps, sized gardens. Very small. Um, very small. You know, I, I mean, I don't think humans are meant to live like that anyway. I think we, we need our our own space and our own outdoor space. Mm -hmm. um, and those new builds are just, they, they can fit them, fit more houses in a smaller area, some the garden, but not some of the garden, they're some of the house. Well, look, let's look back at even just say 1970s. Look how many flats were built then. Yeah. Not, yeah. not a massive amount, I would have thought. I believe there's, uh, I think it might be Denmark, but I could be wrong. But they have a rule that if a flat is built, they have to also have an allotment for each flat. Really? Yeah. Um, I might have got the country wrong, but I think that is actually a really good idea. And I think there should be more, not just flats, but these new built houses as well, which have tiny gardens. They should also come with an allotment for everyone. Yeah, sure. Well, <laughs> you go tell Boris that. I'm sure he'll get that in. Um, I, 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 I'm having a cup of tea with him in the morning. I'll tell him exactly that. Make it a quick one, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a good, I think it's a really good point. I mean, our gardens are ridiculously small now. But I think um, everyone, need, you're right, everyone needs their own space. I think that's, it's, it's important, their own outdoor, mm. outdoor space. So, um so no, really, no wonder uh, the self-sufficiency is is less um, less easy. Less easy is not a proper English, is it? But um, not as easy as it once was. Not as easy. But I think more people are dreaming of that lifestyle these days. But how are we supposed to get it? That's the thing. How are we supposed to get it now? Like we what, we're looking back at the good life that was filmed. How many years ago was that filmed? Probably about 40 years ago now. I'm a little bit unrealistic now, isn't it? Almost giving um, people false dreams. Yeah, I, I think I think there's an element that people dream of moving out to the countryside, perhaps Wales or the, the West Country, somewhere where they think they're going to have loads of space and, and live off or live off the land, basically. And unfortunately, there's very few people that actually do that. Hmm. You've really got to have a mindset of. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do without my creature comforts. Um, there's one guy I was watching on YouTube who basically did that. 
Yeah. It's quite interesting. I can't remember his name now. But he did turn around and sort of say, <laughs> he met a girl and brought her back and she ran off ran a mile, mile because she couldn't live like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. well, that didn't go down so well then. No, it didn't go down well at all. I mean, he literally built his own house on his land. Um, he bought the land well, and the, just sort of said... Well, the biggest problem we've got now is, especially... Um, in 2020 is that uh, house prices now outside of cities have skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants mm-hmm. to get out, especially our big smoke London. Everyone wants to get away, mate. Um, yeah. So even if you had that dream, actually being able to afford it is uh, yeah. a totally different thing. And then if you've got the money to, uh, to um, buy a place, which is, however much hundred thousand millions or whatever it is um yeah. are you gonna then uh, spend your time searching for the good life probably not probably not i mean land prices around where i live are like something like a hundred thousand pounds an acre right so if you want 10 acres that's going to cost you a million quid or something something like that yeah. it's a lot of money just for a bit of land. Well, I say just for a bit of land, it's probably the most important thing we can buy. Oh, that's true. Um, slightly a bit short on, on that for the 10 acres, but... Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, even an acre, 100,000, that's a lot of money to fund for... I mean, an acre's not a huge amount of land no. in reality. Um, you know, farmers will be looking at at least probably 10 acres to start a farm. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, tough one, that, mate, isn't it? But, um, but yeah, uh, self-sufficiency, I don't know, maybe it's the dream that, that could slowly be dying for everyone. I think it's a dream people would want to achieve. They've just got to try and think of how to achieve it, think outside the box. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, thinking outside the box is a big one, isn't it? Talking of boxes. Yeah. Um, the have you ever seen? I didn't manage to look in the break, but did have you ever seen a uh, a truck for windowsills? I feel like this is something that must exist. Um, it depends what you mean by a truck for a windowsill. So I can think of like plastic flower pots that sit on windowsills. Mm. They just sit on there. Are you talking one that? It's screwed onto the inside of a windowsill, outside of a windowsill. Yeah, on the inside, or, almost like literally on, on the windowsill. On the, on the windowsill, so... A permanent structure. A permanent structure. Then I don't think there is anything, but I know probably there's one shop that would probably have thought of that sort of thing, and that's Ikea, because mm. they do a lot of indoor gardening stuff. That's true. If they ain't made it, then it'll never be made. Or they haven't been given the idea. No one, only, no one shared this with IKEA. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my only thought with having a truck bolted on the inside of a windowsill. When I was at school, around our windows, we used to have like um, cupboards underneath the windows, right. which were all our books and all our stuff were kept, and. The cupboards are going to be in the way of putting anything onto that windowsill. Move, move the cupboards? 
we well, they were part of. They were generally bolted in. They ran the whole length of the classroom. From my memory, I haven't been in. Well, mm. haven't been in the classroom for a while. Yeah, yeah, it was a while, wasn't it? It's a good point. I mean, I'm sure. I don't know what you know. It's a good point, I suppose. But um, but I was thinking it like I think. I'm thinking of it a little bit like a little like, like a greenhouse or windowsill, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it could work. It might not. I don't know. Yeah, I mean the only other thing I sort of thought of is those sort of made by veg trucks, but they got like a fabric pot on the top. Um, I'm probably not describing them very well. Oh, do you mean like they're a colourful, they're fabric, colourful yeah. thing that's on like a stand? Yeah. Yeah, I know the ones. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that, yeah. They're really brilliant then, but the only problem with them is, is uh, if you water them, I don't know if you've, you've got one, haven't you? Have you got one? I haven't, no, no. Um, if you, if they, the water pours through the bottom of them. It's the only problem. They are really built for outdoors, but... Something oh, right. similar to that. I mean, oh, I tell you, actually, it was on. I think it was on yesterday's show. We saw something, didn't we? That house plant um, thing. Did you see that on yesterday's show? Yes, I think I did actually. Yes, that was an indoor truck, and it looked smart. It was two hundred quid. I thought, you know, I liked yeah. it, but um, I'm not sure if I liked it enough to spend two hundred <laughs> quid on it. But something similar to that would be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I... Which would almost go in front of the teacher's desk. Yeah. Maybe the block or, teacher. Or, or we we just make some make something up out of some plastic containers. Yeah, plastic I'm sure it's way of, of dirty word of bolting something to get. You know, it's not totally yeah, dirty yeah. word. Plastic, plastic used in the right way is good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad idea, mate. Go make me one. Oh, okay. okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll come up with something. <laughs> uh, Rich, uh, thanks for calling in, dude. Um, yeah, you're, you're welcome. As always, um, thanks for joining the conversation, mate. No problem. You uh-huh. take care. You too, man. I'll speak to you later. Yeah, have a good one. Much love, man. Uh, Mr. Richard Suggett there. Calling in to, to end the show, talking about self self sufficiency. I've, it's, it's not the first time I've had to write about it or talk about it, and uh, it is a lovely dream. And with things like the Good Life, that we could watch that tomorrow, but I'm not sure if, if if anyone can message me what they want to watch tomorrow. Tomorrow's the Watch Along. We've moved Watch Along to Wednesdays shows now. So if you want to watch something, message me overnight um, and let me know. We want to watch and we'll go through it. If not, we'll probably watch another Ground Force or maybe another Victorian Kitchen Garden. Um, but if you watch on YouTube, you won't be able to watch it. So make sure you've got Facebook, Twitter or Twitch to be able to take part in tomorrow's show. Uh, right, uh, Chris, I'm sorry I didn't get to your call tonight. I saw Chris come in. The phone lines are now closed for tonight's show thanks so much uh to everyone that's called in thanks so much to my guest tonight my brother dale uh big up to him it's a birthday on on saturday um so we'll be doing a birthday special we won't be doing a birthday special but uh it's great to have him on uh and i know a lot of you uh appreciate seeing him again so he's still about he's still he's still there my uh 
my good brother Dale. Some great chat. Uh, Chris says, brilliant show as always. I'll call another day. It's all good. Nice one, man. I'd love to hear from you on the show. Absolute hero. Uh, thanks to Mark as well for calling in uh, on tonight's show. And Richard as well to end the show tonight. We've gone through quite the conversation from school gardening to uh, self-sufficiency to uh, to growing wheat. <laughs> um, talking about how children can can learn and end it with self-sufficiency and, and, and whether it's even possible. Even a little bit of what our gardens are like now. Nowadays, space that we have to grow. Should everyone get an allotment if you've got a flat? What do you think? Uh, let me know uh, in the conversation. Right, that's it from me. Uh, only two ad breaks tonight. You're very lucky people. <laughs> uh, we are back tomorrow from 8pm all the way through till 10. Uh, come get involved. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'll speak to you tomorrow. Much love. Look after yourself. Speak to you later. Facilia. Facilia. Or Pacilia. You just read it off the... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm on. Oh, I can't hear and on. <laughs> I've done something wrong with the thing. Anyway, elephant poo is what I got. Good evening, Lee. How are you? Great, mate. Your 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 signal is always terrible, but I'm good, my friend. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. You got an allotment? When I go, don't put artificial grass on top of me, all right? You're going to get composted, Lee. thanks for listening to the podcast hope you enjoyed it if you did let me know on the socials and perhaps you'd like to tune in this is just the best bits imagine the actual full show we're here on social media on twitter on facebook on youtube and on twitch every monday to thursday 8 till 10 so if you want to come on if you want to chat gardening that is the place to be thanks for listening this is a Skin and Gardener podcast sponsored by Flyro.